Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken some time out of your day, out of your week, whenever that is, to join us today and hopefully be uplifted and encouraged and maybe a little bit challenged by what God has to share with us and uh, what he desires of us in our, our lives and our walk with him and our relationship with him. You know, contrary to what we uh, often hear and maybe even believe, there can be a silver lining to the dark clouds that are often associated when we think about doubt. You just take it by faith, we're sometimes told and even have said ourselves. And there are plenty of times where we need to do just that, right? God tells us, just trust me and take it on faith. But there are also times and and situations where doubting or or at least questioning and examining uh, whatever way you want to look at it, what you are certain, or excuse me, uncertain of, actually can result in a more robust faith in the long run than just simply blindly accepting something that is told to you or something that you've always believed to be true. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to hear what I'm not saying. I'm not trying to glorify doubt in any way or um, glorify uh, you know, uncertainty. Uh, it, it, it can be destructive. It can be dangerous. And so I don't want you to hear me saying that it's, it's not. I mean, it can be a very d- dangerous and destructive thing. But Let me also say that oftentimes the most dangerous and destructive side of doubt and aspect of doubt is when we don't deal with our doubts and our uncertainties, when we just kind of push them down and sweep them under the rug and we don't acknowledge them and and deal with them. But when we do properly deal with them, doubt and dealing with doubt can actually cause us to dig in and and dig deep, to search for truth, to, to compare what we've been told, what we've maybe even believed with what the Bible actually and truly says. And so there is a positive side to doubt. And again, while some never confront their doubts, and they just kind of sweep them, under, uh, sweep them under the rug, that's not healthy. Others face them, and in the end, oftentimes end up with a stronger faith because of that. Even contemporaries of Jesus, uh, who walked with him, who journeyed with him, even they had their doubts. But Jesus, you know, the, the interesting thing, when you read about it, there, there's a difference, and I'll get to this in, 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 in a few moments. There's a difference between genuine unbelief and, and rejecting truth and an honest heart that is searching for truth. And in those cases, in those cases of doubt, Jesus didn't push those people away. Instead, he provided his grace and, and his presence in the midst of their doubts. Thomas, one of Jesus' disciples, was, of course, one of the foremost skeptics of the 12 who walked with Jesus. And and he had this, his attitude was, I've got to see it for myself. I, 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 you know, I've got to, I've got to uh, examine the, the physical evidence. In fact, he says these words in John chapter 20, verse 25, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, unless I do those things, physically do those things, I won't believe it. Talk about skepticism, right? But having confronted his doubts, in the end, Thomas finds the truth. And not only that, but according to tradition, his faith became so rock solid after that. He gives one of the greatest testimonies, succinct and and profound testimonies of who God is. And then after that, his faith became so rock solid. Tradition says that he spent the rest of his life proclaiming the good news of the gospel and even died as a martyr because that's how rock solid his faith became. Even John the Baptist, the one who baptized Jesus at the beginning of his ministry, struggled with 
uncertainty and doubt when it came to Jesus being the Messiah. He's languishing in prison. He's cut off from contact from Jesus at this point. And John's wondering, is, is Jesus the one? Is he the Messiah? And, and, and to settle those nagging doubts in Luke chapter 7, he actually sends a couple of his own followers to Jesus to ask, are you the one? Are you the one that was to come that we've been hoping for? Or should we expect someone else? And it says that when Luke says that when the men came to Jesus, they said, hey, John the Baptist sent us to, to ask you, are you that, you know, to ask that very question, are you the one or should we expect someone else? And in the end, Jesus gives kind of a long diatribe, but what he does is he confirms, he says, he looks at, actually, he doesn't just say, hey, believe it. He says, look at all I've done. Here's the, here's the testimonies of, of the proof of, of what I've done and how I've exhibited that I truly am the Messiah, the very Son of God. The point is, uh, he, he doesn't just eschew them away. He, he meets them where they are. And, and confrontation with truth is something that can be positive and, and beneficial to those who come with an open mind. Jesus said, if anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Those are his words in John chapter 7, verse 17. And for those who confront doubts with an open mind, having, their, having made the decision to accept the truth, no matter what it is that they find, the search in the end will be a rewarding one. Because as Jesus himself says in John chapter 8, verse 32, you will seek the truth. And when you see the truth, the truth, when you find it, will set you free. Because Jesus is, as he also says, the way, the truth, and the life. And when you seek the truth, you will find him, and that truth will set you free. Just a, a closing thought to kind of wrap up things really quickly, and I alluded to this earlier, kind of a just to give a disclaimer that's, I think, worth noting. There are two kinds, to be clear, two kinds of doubt. There is an honest doubt and, and, and a search for the truth. And there is a, a confirmed unbelief, a, a, a kind of faith or lack thereof that refuses to accept any evidence. I, I don't want the truth. I've already got it figured out. And for those who refuse to accept truth, there is little hope. But for the honest doubter, great gain can come for those who honestly seek the truth. Long ago, God gave a promise through the prophet Jeremiah, which I still think holds true today and especially holds true in what we're talking about here. He said, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. May that be our goal each and every day. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.